Welcome to episode 108 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. We're almost to Justice League. And so in light of that, uh, we decided this week to talk about the four DCEU films that have already been uh, made, so to speak. And so this is our Road to Justice League episode. Um, I actually watched all four movies back to back, like four days in a row, because I've been sick at home. So what are you going to do? Watch um, some DC movies, I guess. Um, <laughs> even though I've got like a shitload of movie or TVs and movies to catch up on, I went ahead and rewatched these. <clears throat> and uh, you'll find out uh, as we talk about them that three out of the four were pretty painful to rewatch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, which, you know, are tons and tons of listeners out there already know that we're, we're not a big fan of, of, of these movies. Not because, <clears throat> not because we're like, you know, DC fanboys, but because they're not very good. Um, yeah. We will tell you why. Um, but basically we wanted a refresher course. So you didn't have to sit through what? 10 hours almost of quite a bit, only four movies. Yeah. yeah. I mean like Batman V Superman, the ultimate edition was, Three hours. Yeah. Three fucking hours. <laughs> it took me three days just to get through Man of Steel. So, <laughs> so we're we're gonna try to talk about new things um that we don't know that you know, we we've we've at nausea pretty much talked about these fucking movies, but we're gonna try to try to go through them and try to get you up to speed about what happened uh leading up to this point. So We've got Man, Man of Steel started in what, 2014, to, 2013? 2013, they introduced the Man of Steel, which apparently was supposed to be the introduction of the, the DC universe. Right. Uh, even though it was a very much standalone movie, it was our reintroduction to Superman. We had already had Christopher Reeve do some really good ones, do some really bad ones. We had the... Uh, kind of divisive uh, Superman Returns. I have always been on the side that I loved Brandon Routh in the movie. Yeah. Um, and the problem was rehashing, basically, Superman 1 in the movie, except that Superman this time was a deadbeat dad. But I loved <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Routh in this movie. I, I absolutely loved him as Superman, loved him as Clark, and I thought he got shafted in a really shitty movie. Yeah. Um, Ironically, it was between Brandon Routh and Henry Cavill uh, for that Superman Returns movie. Um, yeah, why did they? So did they? They went with Brandon Routh that time because why? Because he he kind of imitated, or or he was very similar to Christopher Reeve. Is that like a uh, maybe? Thing? Maybe I think that was I think that was it. I mean, but there are certain there are certain scenes where you're like, okay, he's pulling a Christopher Reeve here, but it's very smooth. And but when he's Clark, he's his own Clark. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's, but he still has that very Kansas boyish charm to him, which is what is really missing from Man of Steel's Clark Kent. Mm. You don't get that Kansas Smallville uh, type vibe from him. You get an, basically an emo Superman uh, and an emo Clark Kent. You don't get to see the, you know, every time you see Clark in this in this um, in this movie, whether it be the young Clark or the Clark later on when he becomes Superman, he's fucking like either depressed, sad, angry, annoyed, something. It's never happy. No. Um, I think I think the only happy time he might have been was when he was kissing Lois in front of the entire <laughs> world to see. Um, 
<laughs> so <laughs> she, yeah, so like it's so so anyway, so you don't get that. His Clark Kent is not very different from Superman at all, right? At all, it's pretty at easy all. to go like, "Hey, you're Superman." <laughs> you're, yeah, like, very, especially <laughs> since everybody got a very up close look at Superman first, and then all of a sudden, this guy Clark Kent shows up at the Daily Planet, right? Um, and again, his his hair is like if it ever rains and 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 Clark Kent runs his fingers through his hair, and you know he has to clean his glasses. Somebody's gonna be like, "That's Superman, <laughs> right there." Yeah, because they're both built like freaking Greek gods. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know. Well, I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> at least with at least with the Christopher Reeve version and the the Brandon Routh version, they kind of you know dressed him down a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like. And Henry Cavill is a good-looking man. Like he is fucking—he's—he's he's basically a model, right? Right. And when he's in his flannel and glasses, he just looks like millennial hot, <laughs> like fucking Eric uh, yeah. Fitch guy. You know, like it doesn't matter what this dude wears. Like, or actually, it might if they tried to attempt to dress him down. But this guy—you could just look—you could just look at Henry Cavill in that flannel and that jacket and the glasses. You'd be like, "I bet you he's fucking jacked. He looks jacked." You know what I mean? Like the, his, like his, you know, his supposedly loose-fitting flannel thing. Like he—he—he he, he stands up to talk to um to talk to Perry, and you're like, "Holy shit, that dude's jacked!" Like yeah. you could just—he doesn't need a Superman suit to realize that this guy's jacked, right? Yeah. That guy looks like Superman. So. I mean, at least with, again, at least with the other versions, they would slick the hair back a little bit weird, you know, to make it look like a quote-unquote nerd or whatever. Um, and, and they played around with their voices a little bit more so in the Christopher Reeve version. But Henry Cavill, there's no distinguishing between the two other than the hair and the suit. Yeah, there's, a there's I mean, you can go on YouTube and find it, but there's a scene in Superman 2 that I still go back to that I thought, was oh just yeah, the, the Niagara Falls yeah, version, the genius, and the fire, the genius of Christopher Reeve. He's always, as his Clark, he's always has his, you know, his shoulders slumped, you know, and and then, but when Lois realizes he's Superman, he realizes that oh shit, she caught me. You right. see him transform right in front of you. It, well, he does the same thing in the first Superman. It's it's uh, it's, it's right crazy. after it's right after they do their their flying. Oh, together, right. right. And uh, Clark shows up like with a kind of like a fake date or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he takes his glasses off and all of a sudden he's fucking Superman. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. But but I mean, the way that the way that Henry the way that Clark Henry Cavill's Clark Kent talks to Perry, that's like him talking to Batman. It's like no different. (laughs) There's no different in voice. There's no different in attitude. He's he's. He's talking to Perry the same way, yeah, as he as he would Superman. So the, you know, the argument that I've read a lot is that oh, he's figuring out, you know, who he is and all this stuff. Which okay, fine, if that's the way you want to play it in Man of Steel, but there should be no excuse for it in the next movie. You know, a year and a half later, he's been Superman, and he should have a very distinguished like uh, uh, you should be able to not be able to distinguish between Clark Kent and Superman because he's had time to develop both, you know, or whatever. Um, but that's just not, not this Superman not though, case. because he's too no. busy. He's too busy out on like oil rigs and, and, and Alaskan <laughs> King crab fishing and, and bars. So what did you think? Like at first, what did you think of the flashbacks? Cause I think for me, I, I liked him up to a certain point. I did too. I did. Here, here's you said it. You said it actually perfectly when you, when you did it, like I was trying to avoid this shit as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So much so that I only watched two and a half of the movies. I didn't need to watch Wonder Woman again. And I really, really 
kicking and screaming had to watch half a Suicide Squad. <laughs> but but you, you put it perfectly when we were texting back and forth as we were going through this, and you said there's a really good movie here. And there is, because for the first time I watched this movie with not a lot of hatred. I just watched it like to watch it for this podcast. And I, I still and I picked up a lot of new things. Like I said, every time I watch these movies, I find something else to nitpick at or, or to fucking hate in the plot, mm-hmm. right? And and but as I'm watching this, I'm like, there's a really good fucking movie here. There's a there's a there's something that I knew they were trying to go for, and it's pretty evident with the emo, you know, Superman or whatever. But if they just tweaked a few things, like I was thinking, you know, that part in the bar, and this is how like I just don't understand what Snyder's doing here. Mm-hmm. So there's two army guys in the bar, and their specific purpose for the plot is that uh, Clark overhears them talking about the ship that they're looking over, right? But they can't really talk about it, but he overhears them with the superhearing, <laughs> right? So <clears throat> so they're there, and, you know, that dick uh, truck driver, right? Yeah. So there's two problems with this scene. First problem is you're looking at Clark, right? He's not wearing the fucking glasses, right? This dude, not only is he, is he as handsome as he is, but now he's, again, wearing that flannel with his sleeves rolled up, and you can see he's fucking jacked, right? So who decides to pick a fight with him after he tells him not to grab the waitress's ass? The guy, ass? like, half his size. <laughs> the guy, half his size, and he's talking shit to him. I'm like, even if that's not Superman, even if this guy doesn't have heat vision, he should, like, there's no reason to pick a fight with him unless that little dude has, like, a chihuahua complex, right? <laughs> there's no reason. To, so that's my first problem with this scene. The second problem I have with the scene is the two dick army guys are just watching this shit happen. Right. Like, they're just watching this shit happen. And I know I said this in the past, but what I didn't think about before was that if the army guy, this would have been such a fucking cool callback that nobody would have picked up on. So if the army guy helps Clark, Right in that one scene, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, you need to relax and sit sit back down." And like he stands up for Clark, and Clark, you know, obviously can't do anything. And uh, you know, he says something cool to Clark, like, "Don't worry about it, man. You know, carry about your business or whatever." He says something to him, right? And then when the army guys are sent in to fucking go against Zod and everything, he saves that same exact guy. And, like, he kind of says the same thing he said back to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been a really... And I know what you're thinking out there. You're like, well, he would have revealed himself as that other guy. I'm like, yes. But there's so many times that Zack Snyder had already revealed Clark as Superman in this fucking movie. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I remember watching that scene, too, going, like, why would you... Why would you pick on that guy? Like, he's twice your size. But... What they really should have done is had like a huge dude, like a huge beer drinking, you know, big truck driver that right. looks menacing and all that stuff. That would have been a little bit better. Um, and then his little cronies, you know, sit next to him. They're all big and everything. That would have been that would have been cool. Or they're biker dudes or whatever. But there's just no sense of. Um, I mean, I think that was like I think that was like an homage to the truck driver guy from Superman two. Yeah, but yeah, he kicked the shit out of uh, Christopher right, Reeve that but, one but time. But I was thinking, like, but I was thinking this, the second that dude got out of the truck, I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's going to have a thing in with Clark in the in the in wherever they are. Um, so th- th- I, I think that was just an homage, and I'm okay with that because it wasn't like blatant. But get somebody bigger. Yeah, and not just that, but how? I mean, again, I was I think the same height as the fucking waitress. We, <laughs> we always talk about coincidences too, and like those army guys just happen to be talking about, uh, uh, you know, 
uh, top secret uh, ship or or some object that's in the snow that's been there for thousands of years or whatever, whatever they say. And I'm sitting there going like, why would you be talking about that openly in a coffee shop? Like why, why wouldn't you be talking about that in a truck, you know, miles away, not where people are listening to you. So that was really bizarre. Yeah, he just happens to be working in that same and Clark unless, is, and Clark's, unless there's like a cut scene. Yeah, and Clark is really fucking good at getting jobs. Like really, really <laughs> yeah. good. Without any legal stuff. No, without any – yeah, he's like the – And he, apparently Superman steals a lot. He's like <laughs> he's like that guy that took that red paper clip and like traded it in, just kept trading it until the point where he had like he got a house or something out of it or whatever it was at the uh, end. You know what I mean? He kept trading the paper. Didn't Dwight do that? Dwight did that in the office. Yeah, he started yeah. out with the I don't remember what it was like a tack. something stupid. It was a thumbtack, and he worked his way yeah. up to a, a microscope or something like that. Right. Or you know, it was really cool. That would be really cool in Justice League, and I'm going to say it now so that maybe I could get credit for it later. So there's a scene in Man of Steel where Clark finds the ship and he's going through the ship and one of the pods is open, but there's no body in it, uh-huh. right? And there's been rumor that it's either Green Lantern or Supergirl in this movie. It would be a really fucking awesome callback if they called back that scene and that's where Supergirl was the entire time, like she got out. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. But wasn't that ship there for like 20,000 years, though? Yeah, but you don't know at what point in time the sleep pod opened up. Oh, yeah. So, booyah. Yeah, or Supergirl was the dead Kryptonian in there. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like ah, uh, yeah, we're not. I mean, they they pissed away oh, that, Jimmy Olsen. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say like, how the fuck do you kill off Jimmy Olsen without telling anybody that it's Jimmy Olsen? <laughs> he just says I'm Jimmy Olsen, and you're like, oh cool. And then five minutes later, like you're dead. I was like, yeah, what? like one of the major characters from the he's original. He's a good looking dude, and he's in the CIA too. Like, yeah. what? I'm like, yeah, I knew he was a photographer, and it's kind of like he was always a pussy or whatever, but you made him all. It was like, it was like the Supergirl when they got Jimmy Olsen to be like the six foot four black dude. <laughs> like, that guy's a photographer? Like, no. No. That guy's not a photographer. That dude's either a model or he's in the army, which would have been a better story and made more sense. Oh, the he, Supergirl. He plays the Guardian, yeah. Right, if he wasn't just a fucking photographer. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, um, I digress. <laughs> there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple, like, things in here where you're just like, that doesn't make any sense, where, like, um, you know, Jor-El, Jor-El's conscious was put into this machine, right? Right. And he would only have been able to do it the day before Zod took, tried to take over the planet because he was killed, like, six hours later, right? So there's no way he could have, like... Predicted? No, predicted any of this stuff. And he says shit to Zod that that is not about Zod's past, but as about Zod's like present, and saying like my my son is half the man you'll you ever were. And I'm like, how do you know? Clark could be a fucking asshole. <laughs> he could be a serial killer. <laughs> you only you you only met him. You only met him for five minutes before he took off. Yeah, like. You didn't train him or anything. You told him who he was, gave him the fucking suit, and said, get the fuck out. Fly. <laughs> so, like, how do you know he didn't fucking realize, like, after you told him all that shit, like, he just goes out and is like, I'm going to fucking rob a shit ton of banks. I could fly. I don't need to run. I could just fly everywhere and just steal banks. Hey, like, my, you have no idea. My mom did, my mom and dad taught me this world doesn't owe me anything, so. Yeah, so I fucking took it all. You know, like, how does he fucking know that? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of um a lot of plot holes in in Man of Steel. Um and there's a lot of, you know, 
a lot of destruction, which a lot of people were were bummed out about at the end. You know, they were like, "What the heck?" And and also some. And I watched I watched that scene too because I you know we've been like very critical of that scene. Yeah. And I watched it. And I'm like, you know what? You could have kept half the destruction in here if you had just changed a few scenes. Right. And I think I said this to you off off air too. Was was he should have recognized himself destroying Smallville. Right, mm-hmm. and saw the destruction that he did, and then he should have recognized that while he was in Metropolis. Only he couldn't have. Like all you had to do was shoot that one scene that he's recognizing that he's causing all this destruction from Smallville, and then you would have never had to like justify any well, other destruction that you did the rest of the they time. They did that in Superman too. I mean, they started messing up the city, and he flew away. And, yeah, you know, but he didn't. But he. But their their excuse in this one is that he just became Superman, which brings me to Jor El. Like brings me back to Jor El, where it's like you're like the worst sports dad ever. <laughs> like you're the guy who's just like here's like you don't tell your kid anything about football, right? You're just like here's your helmet, here's, here's your shoulder your pads, go. Here's, here's go, and you don't tell him that like once you have the ball. 11 other guys are going to rip your fucking head off. <laughs> so, like, he just he just stands there with the ball, and all 10, like, kids just fucking destroy him, right? Like, that's Jor-El. Jor-El's like, here's the suit. Go fly. Like, I don't even remember him saying, like, you can fly. Right. You know, like, how do you know he has these powers? Because you can only guess. Because, again, you were dead at that point in time. Yeah, the only thing that he said, he said something that I caught. He said, uh, you know, the sun is going to, like, this, the gravitation the gravity or the earth sun or whatever is going to you know make you stronger and all that stuff and he does say something about other abilities but he doesn't say what they are he just says you're going to have other abilities right you're going to be a god amongst men um but yeah i mean that's the other problem is that he puts the suit on he takes one or two leaps like hulk and then then he's just flying and then he just flies and he's just like yeah and the next thing you know he's fighting zod and two other people like like he's a pro I mean, I mean, like you name anything, you name anything that you've tried twice where it involves movement, like um, skateboarding, rollerblades, um, skiing, driving a car, riding a bike, anything that you tried twice and you fucking nailed it. Like he, <laughs> he was doing. Remember, he was doing that quick flying through the canyons and shit like that. Mario like, Kart. Right. I was like, how the fuck did you learn how to do that shit? <clears throat> yeah, he's like a jet. He's like, and then all of a sudden he's like, who? And I was like, and I, I, I at the point at at the time when I saw them, I was like, oh, that's a really great homage back to Superman, where he, where Christopher used to fly at the end of the movie, oh over right, the planet and go back. But but I'm thinking like, okay, not only did you just learn how to fly, right? You're doing all these fucking like figure eights and shit. <laughs> how did you know that if you flew into space, you weren't gonna die? <laughs> where did Jor- when did Jor-El tell you that? Where you're like. <laughs> You can fly, but hey, by the way, you can also fly in space. See, and that's what I love about the original is that, you know, the father dies, of course, of a heart attack, which is way different and better, I thought. And he decides, he tells his mom, he's like, I need I need to go. I need to find out who I am and all that. And he leaves and creates the Fortress of Solitude. And then he learns, he spends many years away <laughs> learning how to be Superman from his dad, his real dad. You know, and then he and then he pops back up an older man and works at the Daily Planet, and there you go. But in this one, yeah, I understand like Snyder's trying to do something different, <laughs> but don't do it for the sake of being different. Like actually have a a good reason, you know, a good reason to do to what he does. It's it it doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense, you know, to do Superman no, this way. And and then like, so let's segue to Batman v Superman because 
The thing is, wait, wait, let's going back to that other thing. Oh, uh, which other thing? Well, back to just really quickly f- finishing Man of Steel because Jesus, we've already talked a lot about this one. Yeah, I know. It's like there's so many things that are really just dumb at the end of this. Two two things really quickly. Mm-hmm. The first thing is, well, before that. Christopher Maloney is just as dumb as fucking Batman in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so you just you just captured him, right? Or, you know, he gave himself up. He tells you he's going to do all this shit. He flies to the to the ship and he realizes he's been double-crossed. He comes back down and you come up with this, like, you, 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 I think he comes back down to the planet and even though he just gave himself up and he didn't have to, Christopher Maloney says, like, I've seen these people work, like, there, there are enemy shoot to kill, right? Right. And again, Superman is saving them left and right. And it is until he saves Christopher Maloney's ass, where he's like, "This, the, you know, this this man is not our enemy." And I'm like, "You're fucking Batman in this. You seriously are Batman." <laughs> yeah. You see, your he, mom he, named he Martha. Gave himself up. <laughs> yeah, like that's what. I'm <laughs> like seriously, he doesn't. He doesn't. I, I, he he clearly sees that he's trying to help these people. Like, all you have to do is open your eyes. <laughs> if you don't know anything about Superman, you're one of those people in Smallville. And you see these two black figures in, in armor, black armor, trying to beat down this other person while this other person's saving all these army guys. You're like, oh, well, that's the good guy. Right. The one that's killing all the army people, that's the bad guy. Right? And then I would be thinking on the sideline, why is the army trying to kill that good guy when he's saving your asses? Right? And this is... <laughs> Is it, and it isn't until he saves Maloney's ass that he's like, this guy's not our enemy. And it's the same thing with – and that's a good segue into Batman v. Superman because Batman v. Superman, like, yeah, he destroyed Metropolis inadvertently by trying to save the planet. Right. And Batman's like, that son of a bitch brought the war to us. I'm like, no, he didn't. If you did, like, you know, some detective work since you're the world's greatest detective, you would have realized that Clark was sent here as a baby. A baby <laughs> does not bring war to a fucking planet. And if he did, if it did, it, it it's not his fault. Right. Because he's, he's a he, fucking baby. And he fought... <laughs> And he fought against them, you know, when they did come. He right. fought against and them. And he stopped what, you know, you would have known if you just read a fucking paper, World's Greatest Detective, that Superman saved the entire planet. Yeah, because the planet, they were trying to terraform it, and he destroyed destroyed it. Right. So, yes, he killed your one fucking guy who decided to stay in the building, and he told <laughs> like everybody else ass. to get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, hey, he, because Bruce Wayne wasn't like, hey, get everybody out, but you stay behind. He was like, <laughs> get out. Right. So he fucking stays there. That guy dies. Yeah, it sucks. A lot of people die in in like a war. Right. That happens. But it's not Superman's fault. It's not like he goes on and like just, you know, keeps destroying garages like left and right for no reason when he sneezes or some bullshit. Right. Like it's not it's not Hancock. It's not Hancock. Yeah. Right. So like clearly everything that he's doing is good. And what he tells Alfred is so fucking non Batman. (laughs) He's like. If he says if it's if there's even a less than one percent chance, we have to take it as a certainty and destroy him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, if the that's Joker, the, case. the Joker, the Joker, who you know, if you read outside of the movie, killed your partner, and in the comic books, you still haven't killed the Joker. There's more than a less than 1% chance that the Joker is fucking evil and will kill again. (laughs) And you let that piece of shit live. 
Yeah. But you want to kill the guy who saved the entire planet, and you're pissed off because, like, the war, like, brought down your, your building your- of the dumbass who stayed in there. <laughs> your one friend. And then, and then, yeah, and then even anything after that, everything that Superman does in this movie up to that point is still saving everybody. And Batman's like, oh, look at that fucker saving those bunch of kids, that asshole. Like, or like, look at that piece of shit saving that elderly elderly woman with the fire. You know that, you know that that was in the fire. Like, he's getting mad. He's getting madder that he sees Superman <laughs> all the time because there's a less than one. Per- he's that guy. Yeah, but that like hates like he's getting madder and madder because Lex. Uh, well, you don't know until the end, but Lex has been sending him letters with like. Color, the like same writing, yeah. but like that's that's the fucking stupid thing is that you're the world's greatest detective or supposed to be. You don't even research that shit. You know, like who's fucking taunting me? I should probably check. Yeah, is this Superman taunting me? Like I don't, I don't see any like Kryptonian residue here. It's it's probably not Superman, but you know what? There's a less than one percent chance of Superman <laughs> fucking with me, so I'm going to take it as a certainty. There's like a ten percent chance that Alfred might kill you in your fucking sleep because you're a dumb fuck. <laughs> but you let Alfred live. Uh, yeah, that whole less than one percent. I'm like, what are you, a Sith Lord? What is it? What's going on here? Like, dude. So, so going through the movies in my head and like watching Man of Steel and Batman v Super and Superman Side, Side Squad. Like, so Man of Steel makes me sad watching it now because it it, 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 it could have been such a really good movie. Yeah, there's so many good things in this movie. Uh, in, in Man of Steel, and like it just, there's just four or five major plot things that just fuck up the movie and the, the character development of the Jonathan and Clark. Right. Batman v Superman makes me fucking mad. Yeah, the because whole thing is it is just angry. it is so it, it, they took all the faults of Man of Steel and spray painted it in just all over Batman v Superman with the pl- with the problems. Everything that I hated about Man of Steel is every five minutes in Batman v Superman. Yeah. And, and then Suicide Squad uh, makes me want to kick babies and club baby seals. It's so goddamn stupid. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But this this movie should have been the ultimate awesome movie. And and I've argued incessantly with people about like the, oh you got to watch the ultimate edition because that will change your mind. Like that is the ultimate version of this movie that should have been in theaters blah 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 whatever and i and so i took a I, I took it by the word and said okay i'll watch it i watched the ultimate edition it's actually 30 more minutes of scenes that piss me off even more it's like it, it and none everything of, with jenna malone was dumb yeah everything with jenna malone all it was like literally amy adams for two movies is a detective literally for two movies the first movie man of steel all she does is she figures out that Clark Kent is Superman, <clears throat> right? And you know what the scenes they, they okay. So you know a scene they actually put into the Ultimate Edition, which is when the bomb goes off. Oh, and he that stays, they should have kept. He stays. He stays by house. to help. Yeah, you don't know that in the theatrical version. You just assume it, right? Like, well, why would I assume it if the Superman doesn't give a shit, right? Because and, you've given me a Superman that's like, yeah, I'll save people, but well, I don't really want. There's to. two major things that they that they did. One is you had a lot of Jenna Malone. Talk, talking to Amy Adams about the stupid bullet and also about, you know, she reveals like, oh, the thing was lined with lead, you know, the the wheelchair that blew up. And that's when right. Amy Adams goes, oh, shit, he can't see through lead. Well, they never, ever, ever say that in the theatrical version. So I remember when that movie was over, I was like, how the fuck did he not be able to, like, he just scanned that thing, like, in two seconds. Like, 
what what's the deal with that? And then right. I was like, well, maybe it was made out of lead. I don't know. And people online were just like yelling at me. They're like, it was made out of lead. I'm like, well, how did you know? You know, like how how are you supposed to know that? Or the average moviegoer? Like so many things were explained in articles or YouTube videos versus what happened <laughs> in the movie. It, it's fucking irritating. Yeah, there's things they should have cut out that they left in, and there's a few things that they cut out that they should have left in. Yeah. Superman helping somebody, explaining yeah, the fact of, that it wasn't Superman's fault. Instead of bouncing, yeah. And But yeah. the other thing is, is even in the Ultimate Edition, the firefighters like or the EMTs like, we got it, we got it. Essentially like shooing him away, you know. And and you're like we have it from we got it from here and Superman's just like oh huh it's like dude that thing is still the building's still on fucking fire go blow it out you know go go <laughs> yeah. do something else piss on it or something yeah <laughs> super piss yeah it's like do something else it's like no nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce and I'm gonna go to Lois I'm gonna complain to her some more <laughs> and then I'm gonna go f- hike up a fucking mountain I'm gonna waste a but lot before, of time. Before- before I before I leave Lois's, I'm gonna fucking peel out like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck. Why can't this Superman just like slowly glide up where he's not breaking the sound barrier or concrete? Every time this guy fucking takes off, the city's got to fill up that fucking pothole. <laughs> Alarms go off. Right, exactly. People's eardrums are hurting. And like, here's <laughs> here's here's this awesome part, right? So I, again, I'm watching this movie again. I'm like, oh fuck, it's like three hours long, right? So they get to the scene where Superman's or Batman's about to uh, throw the tracker on the on the on the truck that has the kryptonite in it, right? So he could you know kill people in his Batmobile. <laughs> so I look where he's standing. I'm like, wait a minute, that warehouse looks familiar. So you know where Lex Luthor decided to fucking hide Martha Kent in the same warehouse that they got in the same fucking warehouse that Batman tracked him from. Not only that, but. Batman put a tra- <laughs> Batman puts a tracker on it. That means, hey, I'm gonna wait and find out where this thing's gonna end up before I go there. Yeah, but instead no. of like destroying, like yeah, <laughs> <instead of> destroying, <laughs> like, destroying the entire fucking like, no. uh, p- pier. Yeah, that just made absolute no sense. I'm like, why would you put a tracker on something and then like go and destroy it? It doesn't make sense. It's like <laughs> chase it down. Yeah, yeah. You, you wait. You wait till it stops. Did you for Did you forget to turn the tracker on before you fired? <laughs> I, like I was half expecting someone to go, what was that noise? Oh, there's a tracker on the door. Like, get it off there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was pretty loud, right? Yeah, he shot it from, like, really far away, you know? It's really dumb, too, like, in this scene. I think I think you might have mentioned it where, like, clearly Batman's chasing down some bad guys. And Superman just, like, stops Batman. Like, maybe I should, like, help out and then stop Batman before he fucking brands them. Right. And that, you know, but I'll still help, you know? No, not this one. You can't, he could have fucking killed Batman. <laughs> oh, just standing of, there? Just standing there. He Like, if, if he didn't see him in time and just didn't click his back wheel, what if he was coming around the corner and he, Superman stood too close and it's a fucking head-on collision and he just fucking kills Batman yeah, because, right there? Yeah, because he's basically like a, like a cement pillar or like a steel girdle, you know? Yeah. He, he's, yeah, I mean, he's... Anything that ran into him would just rip through Bounce it like off. tissue paper. Would just right. trashed. You know, not only that, but he tells him he's just like, "You're done as the bat. You're over." You know, and he's like, yeah. "Like Batman's gonna be like, all right, I'll go home. <laughs> like I'm done." <laughs> it's like, did you see my fucking car that you just destroyed? Do you really think I'm yeah, not in? I, all, like, I, do you think I'm not all in this? <laughs> I wanna, like, where's the where's the plot hole? Where's the plot where you know he gives him his insurance card? He's just like, hey. 
Superman, you asshole. You fucking damaged my car. I need your insurance information. Don't, like, don't where are you going? Thing. Clearly, this is not a souped up Corvette. Yeah. This is fucking custom shit. <laughs> where are you going? Get back here. Um, yeah, yeah and instead insurance of insurance information instead, first. Right. Instead of Superman, like, going after the bad guys after he stopped Batman, he just, like, bounces again. Just like, eh. Like, those guys had machine guns, whatever. Batman, yeah. Batman, he started it. So I mean, because because if if he was a good reporter, he would have known that like even though he's like taking it to the extreme, that he's only taking down the bad guys. So that means you know it's not like Batman was fucking chasing down a fucking a bus of nuns. Right. He was chasing <laughs> right. down some fucking bad guys that were shooting. And with then like what's a 50 even caliber gun? You know, just like and and I oh my god, I fucking hate Lex Luthor in this so much more. And I found out another reason to hate Lex Luthor in this movie. So. So Christopher Nolan's Batman is, you know, the silent guardian, right? Zack Snyder's version is I'm coming through the front door and I'm fucking everything up. Front door fucking everything up to get the kryptonite, right? So Lex Luthor comes in in the rain in a fucking crotch rocket motorcycle. (laughs) He's that he's that kind of asshole that you see on the road. Like, dude, you don't look cool. It's the fucking rain. You're going to kill somebody. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how big, that's that kind of, that's what kind of dick Lex Luthor is. He's that guy who rides, he was in a white jacket and a white helmet and a white motorcycle. If that doesn't say douchebag, I don't know what does. <laughs> and he did it in the rain. Yeah. Batman is not, okay. He's not subtle. Batman is not subtle. There was a scene no, in the he beginning. He sucks at hide and seek. Yeah. There's the beginning where he's like sitting in the corner with the light on him. And the, and, the, and the cops just like so fucking stupid doesn't see him for like, he walk he would have saw him when he walked in the room he doesn't see him yeah but the only reason the audience doesn't see him is because Snyder pans the camera down down and far to the right yeah so but when the the cop looks back up Batman's like three and a half feet away <laughs> from the light in the middle of the room. Yeah. It's, and it's like, like based, an so based, and it's a really, yeah. So, but it doesn't matter because from the, from the distance that the cop comes into a room of that size, yeah, that dark, that light, and, and that one light, you would have saw him first, then saw the guy on the ground. Cause Batman's like six foot fucking three. Like there's a <laughs> giant guy in a black suit and a cape in the corner of your fucking room, your bedroom. You're not going to see that. You're not, and it's not like he was hiding in the shadows. He's literally hiding two feet from the fucking light, like, like he, you can't it see him so for some reason. Like too. he thinks, it like looks... he thinks, like he thinks humans' eyes are like the T Rexes, and it works based on movement. <laughs> cop if I don't move, I don't this move. cop will not see me. <laughs> I think it would have been cool. Like if we wrote rewrote that scene, I think it would have been cool. Um, if uh, it was much darker where he was, like the light was only on the on the bad guy that was being where it would make sense that he's actually hiding in the shadows. Well, no, I mean just yeah, like like he's it's much darker. He's hiding in where he's hiding, and then the guy kind of hears a rustle over there, and then looks, and then the eyes like turn white or something like that, like something. Oh, that would be... You know what I mean? And then he like freaks out, starts shooting at it, and then it like disappears. I'd been right. like, that's right. all. Like, oh shit! Like, okay. Because, like, pretty much every other Batman movie we've seen in the beginning, they do this thing where, like, he just, he's in the shadows, you know, and you can't quite see what it is. And it's, nope, not in Snyder's version. It's right in plain sight. He'll pop up and he's like, I'm Batman and beat you up. It's like right there. Yeah. It's so awkward. (laughs) What'd you say? Like, like Grandma's boy? (laughs) 
It's like, yeah, yeah, grandma's boy. Yeah. He's like, puts the leather jacket over his face. He's like, how did he see me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. So that's, that's so a big dumb. Batman problem. Uh, number two, he's the worst detective, like, ever. He doesn't, you know, yeah. know, doesn't research anything. Um, and then there was a third problem. Shit, there's like a million problems. There's like, there's a there's some weird things that are in Man of Steel and in Batman v Superman. There's like no there's no there's like no safety for medical procedures in this in this movie <laughs> in these movies. So in the beginning of Man of Steel, you see the birth of Clark, right, or or, or Kal El, mm-hmm. but like. There's no like towels. There's no water. There's no. He's not. Jarl's not even wearing gloves. Like there's nothing there. Like if 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 like you know if I knew somebody was giving birth right then and there, I'd be like, all right, get some hot water, get some towels. Anybody have any gloves? Like these are the things I would ask for, right? Jarl's supposed to be this smart guy who knows that the whole planet's blowing up, but he doesn't wear fucking gloves to give to help his <laughs> wife give birth, right? And then fast forward, and then fast forward to Batman v Superman. So. Lex wears gloves to slice the dead skin off the Kryptonian Zod, mm-hmm. right? But then he doesn't put on gloves when he actually puts them on his fucking fingers. <laughs> that was gross. I was like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and I'm like, how do you know that Zod didn't have some fucking Kryptonian Virus. STD? Yeah. <laughs> put him on a mannequin you know? hand or something. Like <laughs> put him on a put him on a fucking glove. Yeah. The same glove you just used like you just used in the other scene to 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 take his fucking finger you you thought it was sanitary enough or you know or or like not safe enough when you were t- cutting his fingers finger uh <laughs> prints off right you thought that wasn't it was necessary then but then you thought it wasn't necessary when you actually put them on your hand to use like that's, I don't that's know, just man. stupid he's, he's gross because he was putting like a like a sucker into an old man's mouth and then he like licks then he like sucks on his oh uh, yeah it's it's, that was weird so fucking it's weird, like but. it's just as creepy as like jared leto's fucking joker like mm. J- jared leto's joker and like uh and lex luther like the same person i swear i know so one last thing about batman v superman that that really bugged me or that we were talking about was like the end battle so like he <laughs> clearly again he's he sucks at research and he's also a really good guesser like he guessed that he would be able to lure Superman to the to the Kryptonite spear that he for whatever reason put really far away from the battle. That made right. absolute no sense. And then he uses bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He uses uh you know, he uses this like sonic thing, which, you know, I thought actually was kinda cool. I was like, Oh, oh shit, like while you got him in that sonic thing, like shoot the kryptonite uh Shoot the kryptonite shell at him so it blows up and he sucks gas, it in. Right. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, right, right. that's a perfect do time then. to do that. And then nope, doesn't do it then. And then throw the spear at him, dude. Dead, done. You know, like, right? Like, no, I'm gonna piss him off. Like, I'm, I'm gonna hit the hornet's nest as hard as I can with a bat, and, right. and all the hornets are gonna swarm around me. And then I'm gonna. You run. know what would have been really smart? You know, what would be really smart if he really why instead of like b- making that shiny spear that obviously took forever, and then making all that gas. When why don't you take the rest of that kryptonite and put it in the bullets? Put it in the bullets. Put it in your in your armored suit. So when he tried to yeah. fight you, he couldn't because fight you. Because then, if you fired those giant machine guns at him, it actually would have done something other than piss oh, him off even tur- more. They would have turned him into Swiss cheese. Yeah, game over. He would have been dead. He would he would have looked like uh, he would have looked like uh, what's his face, Sonny Corleone, yeah. in The Godfather. Credits. 
Done. Yeah, done. <laughs> Batman wins. Uh, and Martha's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that never made any sense. The timing issue in this movie is so stupid. Like when they do finally stop fighting and he's like, you know, hey, you know, they got my mom and everything. Uh, he's like, Batman's like, I'll take care of it. You go take care of the other shit. So like the time that it takes Batman to fly and figure find out where Martha is, beat all the bad guys, save her. What Superman is still flying to to where Lex Luthor is, which is literally they just said he's across the bay. So right. obviously the, the the timing issue is completely especially off. knowing especially knowing how Superman takes off like an asshole. Right. It would have made much but, more sense if Batman takes off to go deal with Martha and Superman can't quite fly yet. He's like, oh, I'm still recovering. I'm all fucked up, you know. And, you know, and Lois is like talking to him and trying to pump him up. Or or, or because you didn't know that Lex held, like held Martha in the same fucking building. <laughs> like he could have uh, you could have had another Batman go fly and deal with Lex and Superman go find him. Well, I'm pretty sure Superman would have taken care of those again, guys a lot the quieter building, and faster. The building had no lead. No, it, it had the glass top. It had a bunch of henchmen with bullets right. that Superman could just take out. No problem. Right. And so there was no real, like there was, and Bat- he could have just like sneezed and not had his mom burn Listen, from that fucking flamethrower. As soon as, ba- <laughs> as soon as Batman shows up, that dude should have just torched her. Just boom. Oh, Lex must be dead or something. Like, you know, yeah, that something must've went wrong. He waits the whole time. Yeah. He waits the whole time. He just sits there and waits, you know, and Batman gets to drop on him. So, I mean, there's just a lot of things in this movie that don't make any goddamn sense. And it drives me crazy. Like, you mean Clark walking up to a, a mountain and then seeing his dead dad making a rock pile for no reason whatsoever? Yeah, and telling him a story that he never heard before. And I'm like, so right. basically, Clark, you made that story up in your head, or is this Transformers heaven again? Like, what is right. this? Or, or is this another Inception moment? <laughs> I wish the flash. Oh God, that was another part where the flash just pops up and he's just like, "You were right." After he dreams, yeah, he, it's a dream. After his a first dream. dream, yeah, dreaming about it's the, a dream within a dream about the f- possible future. Yeah, yeah, the one percent <laughs> chance. That? Oh shit, that's a, that's I want to call that Snyderverse when shit doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's the one percent chance. I knew it. <laughs> less than one percent chance. Yeah, less than one percent. You're right. Jesus, it, like it would have made so much more sense if he was having a nightmare about. You know, other Kryptonians coming down and, and Clark or Superman being, you know, the king of Earth now. Yeah. That would have made more sense because you're already afraid of you've already seen the other Kryptonians. You've already seen Superman. That would have made sense. But he he's dreaming about fucking the Omega symbol and dark side and parademons. And he's never seen any of this. No, shit. He's a normal human, too. He doesn't have any powers. And, he's and the, the Flash, the when he one. travels back in time, he doesn't travel back in time to somebody's fucking dream. No, he pops he up on a computer. Like, it's a 4K computer. He's just like 3D. He's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm glad I didn't give you a heart attack. You are kind of old, Bruce. And then, like, I, I'm just wondering if Justice League, if he shows up to talk to what's it, to Flash, and he's like, hey, like, you popped out of a computer, you know, like a month ago, and you told me some shit. You remember this? Yeah. You know, or whatever. <clears throat> or he, he probably wouldn't say it because it was in a goddamn dream. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's going to join the team with the leader being a fucked up, like fucked up in the head. <laughs> uh, so speaking of fucked up, let's talk about Suicide Squad really fast. <laughs> um, uh, I this was painful. 
So my, my main question of this entire movie can be summed up in one question. What are bullets, a climber, baseball bat, military guy, sharp teeth, a fire, katana blade, boomerang going to fucking do against another Superman? <laughs> yeah, the whole argument. Because that's how she pitches it. Oh, yeah. The whole argument is if another Superman shows up, we need to be ready to, to fight it. And so let's bring I'm, criminals that don't have any superpowers except for one, I guess, the Enchantress. To, I'm telling you right now, the only thing. person that probably lives if they wanted to attack Superman, the probably only person that might have lived was probably like Katana because she probably would have gotten like escaped in time because she's quick. But everybody else would have just been done. That's it. I don't know. Like, I, what, what's Deadshot going to do? Shoot him in the eye? Right. Like is. What's he going to do with bullets? What is Boomerang going to do? He's going to throw a boomerang <laughs> at him, hits him in the head, and he's like, <laughs> at the end. That's like that's like if you were like you were like a train was going to run you over and you threw a stick at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The hell is a boomerang going to do? And yeah. what's like Killer Croc going to do? Like try to bite him? Yeah. You serious? <laughs> the man of steel, asshole. What do you think is going to happen to your teeth? <laughs> and then Harley Quinn. What the fuck is Harley Quinn going to do? Hit him over the head with a bat. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. It, Unless this, that bat's made out of kryptonite. This movie absolutely, from beginning to end, makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Like, none. It would have made more sense if they had to transport these guys from one to a jail. a different, like, country. From one jail to the next or whatever, and some catastrophe happens where they get broken out. And they got to work together yeah. to get through some shit. That would have made more sense. But for, to, but one of their own members turns on him, and they and they get activated because one of their own members like starts creating this like garbage in the air that's going to destroy the world somehow. The witch, the witch who is from like Aztec like days, right? Yeah, like they were Inca gods type days that humans and used to humans used to. So her to way of destroying the earth is not to use her magic but to use her magic to build a machine to destroy the earth. Which, how would she even know what a machine is? I, I, I mean, I maybe she host? can tap into the scientist. Yeah, I guess. But still, that's that's how the fuck does that scientist know how to build a doomsday machine? <laughs> Why does it take so long to destroy the earth? It's like, what what was the machine supposedly doing? It's like the Dark Knight Rises. We'll give you. We'll give Batman eight months to recover from his back wound. <laughs> <laughs> even though we could, even though we know we're going to blow up Gotham anyway yeah. in eight months, let's just wait. And but they, anyway, that's a different fuck up. Well, thing. and then when they establish a universe like this, we talked about this before. But like, why didn't Batman and Wonder Woman show up? You know? Yeah, because it's the end of the Earth type thing. Like, where's Batman? Batman's like, I, I don't even know where this takes place. I don't fucking where, so, some city. I I don't know. I, I don't. I don't remember. But the thing but they, they should Batman should know about this. But they should have treated it like like uh, like one of those movies where they got to go for a, a distance, a certain distance from here to there, and they have all these obstacles to get through. Which they did do that in the movie. But but they did it on like a, a an area where superheroes actually exist. Right. Exactly. And, and like, because you know, the Flash exists in this movie because Boomerang's faced him before, right? Right. So like, you don't see the Flash showing up to flying fucking garbage and stuff like that in the sky. You know, you just you just had like you just had an alien invasion. You would think if you see flying garbage in the sky, you'd send a lot of plus, fucking shit towards plus it. Plus, he's so fast. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna go check this out to see if there's anything I can do. Yeah. You know, he just maybe run. that dickhead's throwing boomerangs again. Yeah. <laughs> 
So you got like, you know, they, the, the beginning of it was kind of promising because they showed all the guys, you know, their abilities and what, why they were in jail and all that stuff. I did have a problem with the beginning with Deadshot when they found out how they, when you find out how he got caught, Batman. Uh huh. When he gets knocked down, he holds his, he holds his gun like a gangster and Deadshot's supposed to be like this, like great marksman. Right. He would know not to hold the gun that way, like a gangster. Yeah. He would not hold the gun that way if you're like a good shot. He wouldn't do it. That part bothered me. It's like when I see Arrow and his arms bent, or Hawkeye, when he's <laughs> shooting the bow and arrow. It just bothers me. Because you clearly don't know how to shoot a bow and arrow, and you're supposed to be really good at it, but you don't even know how to fucking hold it. It's like watching, uh, it's like watching the, that old guy in Major League. Um, what the fuck is his name? Oh, in the movie? oh throw, throw the ball. Yeah, like he he clearly can never he's clearly never thrown a baseball in his life, right? And like he's supposed to be better than Charlie Sheen, who actually looks like he can pitch. Yeah, because I think because Char- <laughs> I think Charlie Sheen Sheen did pitch, like yeah, he, yeah, he did day. play baseball. Yeah. yeah, but the guy before him, Harris, is yeah, his name. yeah, who was the yeah, he doesn't look like years. he's ever thrown a baseball in his entire <laughs> fucking no. life. No, no. <laughs> Major League. <laughs> I, I hear the re- I actually hear the rebooting that. Which I'm just like, oh, fucking no, why? no, I actually liked the first one. I didn't like the other two were so stupid. I liked the one with Scott Bakula. Yeah, that was that was the fourth one, I think. Back to the Miners. Oh, God, there's actually a fourth one. Yeah, uh, that's the Scott Bakula. One. OK, I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch that one. I like Scott Bakula. God damn it. They need to put him in some good shit. Yeah, yeah. But um no, this movie's so terrible because it it really I mean if it you It does some really dumb things. You got to sit down and just look at it on paper even. It makes absolute no sense why I mean you could argue, you could say like, well, they put together this squad of of people so that you could go against, you know, you you don't have any like they're expendable. But they like, should be doing that. black ops type stuff, not Right. Saving the world type shit because no, or going to, again, baseball bat, a guy with sharp teeth. Like what the, the this guy throws a fucking boomerang. Yeah, they like, did it better in Hellboy. You know what I mean? Like in Hellboy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They did it way better there. They 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 masked them under. You know, they hid them. You know. Um, and these. But the point the point is is that these guys are are would be good for black ops stuff. Like they would be an elite black ops team, right? Right. But end of the world shit like you actually have people with superpowers that could help better like the flash could have ended this movie in like two seconds oh yeah you could have grabbed grabbed the heart and ran up done yeah done anything else cool (laughs) i'm gonna get some coffee you know like you guys are fucking useless amanda waller (laughs) great plan i just did your job in like two seconds you suck um like and then then, like when waller gets actually rescued Right. I, I understand the flares thing is if you're getting like missiles shot at you, mm-hmm. you want to use the flares to distract any kind of incoming missiles. Right. OK, fine. But there's a certain reach physically that those monsters have and you flew directly into that range. <laughs> yeah. You're a helicopter. Like, why don't you fly higher? Right. Higher is safer. Well, that's always, but instead, you did the exact opposite. You just flew argument. really low to the ground. They did that in King Kong. They did that in Cloverfield. They never fly high. They're just like, oh, let's let's go down there and see what's going on. It's like, no, fly high. Get away. Yeah, this giant monster with like a 400-foot reach is not going to touch me. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Like, There's a bunch of movies where they do that, where the, the monster yeah. just reaches Dumb. Them. Yeah. It's like you got a submarine and you don't fucking sink. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> no, this movie, uh, God, I mean, it's our longest podcast too. the, the review on that movie, which if any of you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it because we go into major, major detail of that movie. Um, but yeah, the, the, the one, the other thing, you know, after watching the, the very end of it, it made me Maddie all over again because that scene could have been so awesome. You know, again, it's fucking Bruce Wayne talking to Amanda Waller. It's not Batman. It's not, you know, it's Bruce Wayne telling Amanda Waller who literally killed her whole team. He's telling her, shut it down or my friends and I will, or whatever it was. And I was like, dude, she's not, she just, she's a badass. She's not going to listen to you. It's like, yeah. but, but if you're Batman and you just pop up and, you know, behind her and start in her fucking her, house yeah, and take her shit and leave, that's much more menacing. That, that would be yeah. cause for her to start drinking and shit. Yeah. Not only that, but you just revealed your fucking identity again. Oh yeah. She's like, you're looking again. mighty tired, you know, all these over like late nights or whatever, you know, she knows he's Batman. It's. Yeah, but she's not. He's not making it any unobvious, like you see in fucking the trailer for Justice League. Where well, he's not making it obvious because Bruce he's Wayne. asking her about metahumans. Like Bruce Wayne yeah. would not do that. Batman would go, "Give me that briefcase and bail," you know. And she's like, "What do you want with this?" And he's like, "None of your business." Like, shut your yeah. shut your shit down. And then he takes off. It's like, oh, that would have been badass, you know? Yeah. No, it's just it's Bruce Wayne doing it. it it's like, God damn it! Like he's like Lex Luthor in this movie. Like what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's shit. It's like it, it's like just when you think they couldn't change these characters even more, they find a way. And I like Amanda Waller's character in in the comics and I, in the cartoon. Yeah, but in in this movie, I mean, I liked her at certain points, but again, her character made absolute no sense either. She's like the most senseless yeah. person in the entire movie. She's completely senseless, and she's got a terrible plan to stop Superman or a Superman like person. Right? Like she's she's she first pitches it to the one guy at dinner, right? Then she pitches it to all the military guys, right? These these are military like generals and shit. And they all and say like, no. They're like, "Fuck, we're not doing this." And then the, no, but nobody the nobody sa- nobody says like nobody. Sa- yeah, but nobody <laughs> says like nobody says like yeah that like okay so that witch can clearly do shit. But what is a baseball bat going to do against the Superman? <laughs> yeah, and like and and then I would have been like the next thing I would have said is like, "Are you fucking serious with this boomerang guy?" Are we actually, we actually are going to fucking, we're actually going to try to stop Superman with a guy who throws boomerangs. Like right. none of the military people say the most obvious things. Like, so you have a sword. This, this girl, this little girl right here, this little woman has a sword. What is that going to do to Superman? Right. And then, and then like the, the climber guy, <laughs> what the fuck is he going to do against <laughs> Superman? <laughs> he can climb any surface. So what's he going to walk up to Superman and start climbing on his shoulders? Fucking boomerang. <laughs> he's going to hang boomerang punks him. him, man. He punks him so bad. He's like, dude, he's like, let's just get out of here. Like, just go or whatever. And the dude goes right. and he gets blown up. I was like, <laughs> it's so dumb. I'm like, and then uh, Diablo, right? The guy Diablo, who I really liked in this movie. Yeah. Um, he's, he's fire. What the hell is fire going to do to Superman? Why don't you just throw, like, snow at him? Like, (laughs) unpacked, unpacked, powdery snow. Throw that at Superman, because everything you have on this list 
is not going to do yeah. shit are against any him. any of you Krypton, crypt, you know, from Krypton? No? Okay. Are the boomerangs made out of kryptonite? No. Well, what the fuck? They're yeah. made out of wood? Oh, great. Let's just throw wood at Superman. Yeah, and why aren't you picking them back up? Why are you throwing them and not <laughs> going to get them? Yeah, they're not like the battering. They come back to you. Well, actually, this version of Batman, he leaves his batterings fucking everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, he's like, hey, yeah. I stole the kryptonite left. There's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no stealth to this guy whatsoever. He hides in, he hides right at the light, and he leaves his, he leaves the fucking batterang right in the middle of where the kryptonite was. Right. <laughs> Clearly, by that point in time, he's already destroyed and kicked the shit out of everybody, he's a- and he doesn't think to get the, like the kryptonite is sitting right next to the battering. He couldn't just fucking take them both. The only thing he didn't do was to like screw uh, Lex's assistant as Batman. <laughs> like he did everything short of like showing up at Lex's house to be like, "Hi," <laughs> you know, like and pulling <laughs> off his mask. He did everything yeah. else, everything up to that point. Yeah. Oh, God, this fucking movie. Yeah. Well, Ugh. the DCU, I mean, did end uh, on a good note. I mean, with the fourth movie, um, Wonder Woman, even though, like, I've watched it three times now, and it has its problems as well. But they're nitpicky problems. Um, the the No Man's Land scene alone is so, it's so awesome and powerful. And the whole beginning part where they're showing her growing up, that's all powerful. One thing that kind of bugged me a little bit was um, her aunt, you know, dies like epically. And you're like, like, they don't really give any time for emotion of that either. It's like she dies and they're sad for like a minute. And then next thing you know, Diana's like, I need to get out of here with Steve. We need to take off. So there's not like. Well, at least they didn't tell a joke afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, it's not Thor. Um, But they don't really like kind of, you know, sit with that. They just kind of move on really fast. And. Um, and also the, the ending, you know, there's this whole ending sequence Yeah, that's still to me, I mean, the movie to me was really, really good up into that point. And then also I noticed, um, the third time around is that the bad guys like Dr. Poison and then that other dude that keeps sniffing something that makes him strong and shit, which uh-huh. they never really explained what that, what the fuck that was. But like, <clears throat> Those two, if you watch that movie very carefully, it's like it's like Boris and and Natasha or something from, you know, from uh, what do you call it from Bullwinkle. They're just like bumb- <laughs> bumbling idiots, like and the way that they talk are so over the top. They're they're like a caricature of really bad like Russian, you know, the way that people they portray Russian people or whatever or German people. So it's it's terrible. Like I was cringing every time they opened their mouth and they were saying something. Um, and then the reveal that he was Ares at the end was not surprising because I was like, well, he was a bad guy in Harry Potter. He was the wolf. Uh, well, he's not a bad guy in that movie, but I, like, oh, he's the wolf. So I'm like, well, you know. Not to mention that DC told you that he was. Oh, yeah. Ares. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like at IMDb, there <sighs> is. Um, and. Uh, and they didn't even try to hide it. Like, so what was the whole point of keeping it a secret? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> if you were just going to tell us before the movie. Yeah, I don't get that either. Also, I didn't get, um, was there a timer on the bomb that Steve was driving around, flying around in? Yeah, I think so. There was, because he, he shoots it. Himself. No. He shoots it. Yeah, he, there, there was he no timer. He blows it up himself. Think, right? Well, he blows it up himself. I, I, I didn't quite get that. I was like, wouldn't he search for a parachute? 
like fly this thing to a safe distance, jump out it's of it. The same thing. It's the same dumb thing that happens in Captain America. Yeah, I'm just like, where I, like I don't. Where Captain America, there's no time. You're like, and you're, you could be like, no, Steve, you got plenty of fucking time. You got time. plenty of time. Pretty, yeah, New York's really <laughs> far away. You know, just set it to autopilot. You know, to 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 go into the ground, and then that plane that you just flew on into the into this plane, get on that plane and get out. Yeah, You're I good. was like, I was like, you know, even in the Batman Rise, he didn't have any. The Dark Knight Rises, he didn't any time. He just flew it over the ocean, and then it like fucking blew up, <clears throat> and you kind of only. Oh yeah, he should have died. Yeah, you like even if he even if he jumped out at like thirteen miles away, he'd still get hit by the fucking blast. Oh yeah, yeah, he would have drowned or some shit would have happened. At, at worst, he should have had fucking like a radiation poisoning or a concussion. Like where you see that where you see that scene in the when they're in like Italy or whatever, and 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 Alfred sits down. He should have he should have like saw he should have saw like a deformed Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alfred all, like freaks the fuck out because he doesn't recognize him because he's all fucking burnt. He's all fucking like deformed and shit. Looks like sloth. <laughs> Instead of and then like Alfred calls woman, the cops on him. Instead of Catwoman, <laughs> it's like a nurse, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Alfred calls the cops on him because he doesn't recognize him. That's not Bruce Wayne, right? Because it's fucking sloth. He's all fucked up. Calls the cops on him, and then Bruce Wayne like goes to jail for the rest of his life for looking like that. Uh, I just see a nurse like he's like in a wheelchair. And they're just she's rolling him around and shit. It's yeah, like, he's like, kill me, <laughs> Alfred. Please. You remember that guy who got like in toxic waste in like uh, RoboCop? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Kill me. That's the guy sitting. Yeah, yeah he's like, kill me. <laughs> that's, that's the guy sitting him. across. Yeah. So, 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 <laughs> yeah, that guy sitting across from fucking Alfred. So Alfred takes that the would bat have been, to his head and just. Yeah, that would up. have been more realistic. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then wait, he he takes him back. He convinces him that he's like Bat, that he's Bruce Wayne. So he takes him back to the bat, like the bat cave, because nobody's going to recognize him. And then all of a sudden, you see that guy from RoboCop dressed as Batman. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> oh God. And then he's like, and then he tells Rob, he's like, I got this. <laughs> like all fucked up and shit. <laughs> yeah. Cue the Hans Zimmer music. <laughs> It's still though, that's not that far off the realm of what they're doing right now. It's like they just can't quite get the the bad guy right. You know, I, none of the, I mean, even the Marvel movies are having a difficult time doing that. There's yeah. not really any real stakes. There could have been some good movies. Like, like, like I really think the Mandarin was a really lost, um, lost thing. Yeah. But so speaking of Wonder Woman, you know, I was watching it at the end when Steve died. Like. The argument is, well, when Steve dies, that's when her real powers kind of pop up because of her emotions. It's always about emotions. It's like, why, why, uh, somebody kill a dog in front of her or something? Why, like Steve, <laughs> Steve Trevor dies, and she literally like a they god just met. Yeah, look, <laughs> literally like a god, she floats up and just like just destroys Ares, you know. And then I'm thinking, wait a minute. This is like 70, 80 years before Batman v Superman. And when we see her fight for the first time, like us as an audience, she's just, she's not doing those same powers against Doomsday that she was against Ares. No. Right. So I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense, you know? Um, well, that's what you get. Well, not, there's no foresight, obviously. Yeah. And I, I keep hearing that the sequel to Wonder Woman is going to be like, what, in the 80s or something like that? Oh, so, I can't wait. so, you know, again, I, I can't wait either, but at the same time, are, what are the stakes? 
You know, what are the... What yeah, because of... clearly she's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless the Flash, like, grabs her and throws her in the future. Unless there's, like, an, an, an Inception dream that she's yeah. in the future. It's like, no, you can't stay in 1980. you got to come fight this, like, guy that this dickhead Lex Luthor created. You're you're gonna yeah. you're you're gonna be sexually harassed by by a you know a Hollywood mogul, so we need to we need, you need to get out of here. You know, <laughs> like, fucking don't go into that audition uh, <laughs> tomorrow. Stay clear. Um, the the other thing I hated about Wonder Woman, not hated, that's kind of a strong word, but the fact that um, when the whole Ares fight happens. It's a lot of reminds me of Zod fighting Superman. Yeah. Where like they're just throwing each other into the concrete and it's like, you know, let's who see who can throw each other higher or whatever bullshit, you know, and like they're just fucking up concrete. Like, like I don't know what it is about these DC movies, but they just don't like concrete. Yeah. <laughs> concrete gets fucked up all <laughs> the buildings. fucking time in these movies. Right. Like everything gets at, fucked up. At least in this movie, she fights against actual people and not like charred weird you know people like in suicide squad you know what i mean where they just like right. so that way they could be as violent as they want you know in suicide squad where they're just like lopping people left and right there's actual people right. that she's beating the fuck out of and obviously well, technically dying. those are actual people though yeah in the black thing those are actual people well in the black, i know black but, but because they're dressed up like it's like stormtroopers you can just shoot them all day long and you don't see anything right. you know but the, at least in Wonder Woman, you know, it shows her just beating the shit out of people. Yeah, and, that's um, awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Ares to me was, I mean, once she showed her full powers, I mean, he turned into a pussy. I was like, all right, well. This you know is, you're the god of war, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What <laughs> Exactly. Like Thor shows up and he's just like, I'm the god of thunder. You know? Yeah, but still, like, he Long at least movie, shows asshole. off that he's actually the god of thunder. Like the God of War just is like, oh shit, she's got lightning. I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too uh, it's crazy. Anyway, but yeah. So that's the DCU in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Four movies, uh, three of them major major problems. Fourth one was you know the light, you know, and now oh yeah yeah yep. And now now we, now we hope that this movie is. Wonder Woman esque. Well, which I, not just good is well, basically. I, I'll tell you what, man. I I didn't have any faith in this movie, uh, Justice League, whatsoever. I don't have, and you know, we're still a week away. I don't have any faith in it. But after seeing like seven or eight clips online, which I don't know why they feel the need to show you half the movie already online, but seeing those clips makes me not want to watch this movie even more. Like if I we weren't doing this podcast like in a normal situation. I would not pay money to go see this movie that's coming up. That's just my opinion. Like I literally could have waited for that to come out on DVD. I just, I would have read all the spoilers and looked at all the people bashing it or, or saying good things about it. I would have read all that shit and then waited three months, four months for the movie to come out on DVD and then watch it then. Because the clips that I have seen, and I've told you this before, I think offline is that it is, it is actually, Everything I thought the movie was going to be, but even worse to me. You know, it's just, again, my opinion. Other people out there are probably like, no, screw you, dude. I, I love these movies. And that's fine. But for me, it's just another like, <clears throat> like, oh, man, we, we fucked this up even more kind of thing. Um, because as soon as you say reshoots, as soon as you say 
majority of the movie was reshot with a different guy, a different writer, all that stuff. And it's disjointed kind of like how suicide squad was that number one worried me from the beginning, but number two, most of what looks like, you know, Zack Snyder's vision is tone is still there. Number three. Oh, we littered this thing with jokes, which if you guys listen to our Thor thing, it's not exactly a good thing. You know, it's, you need a healthy amount. You need a healthy balance. You know, a, a Batman movie is not supposed to be jolly and funny. You know, no. in fact, DC movies for, to begin with don't need to be jolly and funny. I thought Wonder just Wonder like, Wonder... just like I said, Thor didn't need to be the, the joke teller in no. Ragnarok. Batman doesn't need to be telling jokes in this. He's the no, straight man. No. And you know, and the line where he's just like, you know, what's your superpower? And he's like, I'm rich. I, I actually, I thought, Oh shit, that was pretty good. Like, why did you, Yeah, but then you spoiled it. Yeah. You just <laughs> fucked that up, you know? And, and why'd you do that? It's like, leave that good shit for the movie. Um, you got Aquaman I've heard, surfing I've like heard, fucking Flintstone, you know, and I'm just like, Jesus. Yeah. I've heard, you know, there, I've heard that the, the movie's fun, whether or not that means like fun, like, oh, my God. And see, the, the problem with some some of the stuff that Snyder does in the action, it's just fucking chaos. Yeah. It's just massive chaos. And there's nothing fun or like I've seen chaos before. I don't need to see this. Right. So like. Every single chaotic, like, main baddie fight at the end of these movies always look kind of the same. You know, like, again, Ares fighting Wonder Woman and Zod fighting Superman. Right. So it, it, it's just like two superheroes just beating the shit out of each other. I've seen all this shit before. Um, but when they... What he does really well is he he films certain scenes, but he doesn't, like, ever see them through. Like I've, I said before, my favorite shot still after watching Man of Steel this week is when Superman is in the courthouse and it blows up. Yeah. And the, and, and there's a gorgeous shot where he's just surrounded by fire and he knows he was just set up. Yeah. And it's, it's like, fuck man, no matter what I do, missed opportunity, right. man. Like, and like, no matter, it's like, he has that great, he does this great job of like, you know, almost like teary eyed. He's like, fuck, no matter what I do, some, there's something shit, shit always hits the fan with me. And that would have played really well if it was more developed of like his emo ish type thing, you know, right. like, you know, I keep doing all this stuff, like, but shit keeps happening. And that was a gorgeous scene. And in the theatrical version, you get from that to soup to Batman reading the letter and then the scene cuts. Right. You know, and but yes, in the ultimate edition, they put, they put that one scene where he's kind of looking around and it kind of hits him a little bit, but it's never it never goes back to that because the next time you see him, he's bitching to Lois on the fucking balcony. Right. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this before too that that Batman v Superman was was essentially supposed to be Man of Steel too. Like they said, so like oh, this is that's the, what Zach said. This is, yeah, he's like this is Man of Steel too. But but Batman's like the Tony Stark of every, he's the you know the guy that is leading the charge, so to speak. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be Superman. Yeah. And so I, you know, in any indication in Justice League, I've seen clips where he says like Superman, we need Superman. He's the guy that's got to, you know, bring us together or whatever. It's like, oh, now <laughs> it's like you fucking like you wanted to kill him two seconds ago. <laughs> And, and, and then he said, Martha, he said, Martha, you go save his mom. Then he dies. And then Tuesday. all was forgiven. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, oh, what man. happened to all that less than 1% chance talk? Yeah. Well, I guess 99% chance that he's a good guy. Well, well done. It's so is like, that now like a 1% chance, like less than less than 1%? <laughs> Batman doesn't know how to do math. 
He no. has no idea. It's too hard for him. So every villain out there should know if you really want to get out of a, get out of jail free card from Batman, just say save Martha. Right. And he'll freak out. He'll just revert right. to like a little child wanting well, to save guy, anybody named Martha. A guy that's an alcoholic and you bring him to a like you force him to go to a bar and put you a bunch of alcohol in front of him. You could say, hey, there's a really good percentage that high percentage that he's going to take a drink versus or like a guy that has like held up three banks and, you know, killed people and all this stuff that if they would let him back out in society, there's a huge high percentage chance that he would do another crime. I mean, that all that shit makes sense. But his his reasoning behind Superman makes absolute no sense because you could say less than one percent chance about anything about anybody, anything or anybody, any situation, you know. All the criminals that he took down, it's more than a 1% chance. <laughs> All those criminals that he... And, and this Batman, like... and the, Yeah, you want to say he when he's out and about, he'll protect himself and kill these people. Fine. But he's branding them still, knowing full well that these people are getting killed from his brand. Yep. And he's still doing it. Yeah. Because... So it's and, like, And the okay. fanboys out there are like, he's doing it because Robin was killed by the Joker. And it's like, well... Okay, how did you figure that out? I saw it in a YouTube video. It's like, okay, all right, all right. Well, it's or the argument about Aquaman. That would mean like that would mean like you would just (laughs) if if they released the director's commentary for Showgirls, it would have been like an Oscar winner. (laughs) It's like like the the argument explained everything. The argument is always like it's in the fucking comments. You com you know the comics you dumbass. You know I'm like okay, well, whatever. You know, it's because it, it doesn't work for Star Wars. It doesn't work for here. No, like we say, like, like, why is why is General Grievous coughing? Well, if you, you watch the cartoon Clone Wars, Mace Windu caved in his chest. You're like, well, how the fuck would I know that? And like, right, because that's shitty storytelling. Yes, it's exactly. bad because you're supposed to tell it within the context <clears throat> of the universe, the movie universe, not that. I mean, you could put stuff from the comic in there that are Easter eggs and shit like that. But that's not an Easter egg. That's a major plot point. You gotta put the fucking <laughs> yeah. movie show. Usually, when you usually the the movies that are really well have all the major plot points in the movie. Yeah, like show so like if, show him if, the, if Robin is the catalyst for this Batman, you probably should have shown us that instead of your fucking Martha, uh, your Martha and Thomas Wayne snuff film. Right, <laughs> we should have saw yeah. that instead. Yeah, I don't because like, that's not the reason why this Batman is fucking pissed off. It's not them. They said that whole shit just so that everybody knew who Martha Kent was. Or I'm sorry, Martha Wayne was, or Martha, when when Superman dropped the name. That's the whole reason for yeah. it. There's no other reason for it because if you, I watched it again, and every time they show that scene, it's Martha who has the more memorable scenes. And when when he's in the grave or the crypt, mm-hmm. you see Martha's name. So it was like they were trying to do it subtly so that when so that when you know uh, they named Superman name dropped Martha. Like, it was like, oh, my God, no, no, no. Not knowing that, like, hey, uh, that's kind of dumb because he was ready to kill him over the entire planet. Remember that whole less than 1% shit? Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're best friends because he said his mother's name, yeah, he's who's not might, actually his mother. He might as well have said, like, you know, I like the color blue. I know you like the color blue, too. You know, like, oh, shit, I shouldn't kill Did we you. just become best friends? Yeah, exactly. Step Brothers too. That, uh, I'd fucking see that movie. No, the the thing is, the thing is, is like, and people have argued me about this. They're like, oh, you know, these are the new 52 characters and this and that. It's like, I have no problem 
of you changing who the characters are if you can tell me why or show me why they are the way they are and then have them it just grow. has to make sense and within have the, the context right. of the movie and have them grow as characters but like superman hasn't grown shit he's the same if not worse from movie, one movie to the next and batman we just met so like we don't know why he's angry and killing people you know, because they have told us religiously that this is not Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, fine. That's fine. It's like give me a little scene where, like, he's looking at the the he's looking at the Robin's costume, and there's like a little flashback of like, of you know, Robin getting the fuck beat out of him by the Joker or something like that. You know, something, whatever it right. is, <clears throat> and have Batman too late. I mean, that would be devastating for anybody. Who's a superhero. And then you would understand why the fuck he's killing everybody. Why he's so angry. Yeah. Right. And you see Joker get off. You see him go to the asylum instead of jail. You know, all that stuff where he's just like, God damn it, the system. You know, fuck this. I'm going to start maiming people. I'm going to start branding people because that way, yeah, they're still going to jail, but they're getting their shit. You know, they're getting killed in jail. It's like that's right. my way of doing my justice. And it would make more sense. But, like, you got these people that are telling me, like, oh, well, Snyder said in an interview with Entertainment Weekly last week that it was the Joker. That It's like, fuck, I, I, I wanted to see that in the movie. I don't want some idiot to explain that to me outside the context <laughs> of the movie. It's like Zack Snyder's making a movie like VH1 makes pop-up video. Oh, shit. I, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Here's where the – here's the Robin suit. And, oh, just so you know – Bruce Wayne's pissed off or Batman's really mad because uh, the Joker say, killed the Robin. Yeah, right. exactly. So, so that that's kinda, why he's mad. You know, and the whole thing with Lois Lane running around after the bullet, I mean, all that is just, it's just horse shit. And people that tell me that the, the Ultimate Edition rounds out the movie, no. You want to know what an Ultimate Edition is? It finishes go watch, the, it, go watch it Lord of the Rings. <laughs> go watch Lord <laughs> of the Rings. It fills in certain plot points. That, certain that, ones, you know, the, the that lead tell and the a better story. That, that yeah. kind of... It, it does fill in a few gaps, but the problem is, is there's so many gaps in this movie. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so this is our road to road to Justice League. So when this releases, it'll be Monday. Um, we are going to see it, or I'm going to go see it at the Esquire IMAX. Yeah. Like always, when it comes to superhero movies, because IMAX is definitely the way to go um, for this. So. Yeah. So I, I'm going to watch it. I think Thursday at six o'clock or something like that. Uh, I think it's the premiere night, but uh, yeah. So this was the road to justice league. Uh, it's, it's the four movies in a nutshell hour and 20 minutes later. And also before we go, I'd like to remind you guys uh, to go to patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast, where you can become uh, part of the chew crew for a little as dollar a month. And we could really use your help because we like to do a lot of, a lot of cool things and we have a lot of cool things coming up. Um, and then also, uh, hashtag West Coast Wawa because we want Wawa to get their ass over here from the East Coast. They need to come to the West Coast because uh, we're craving their sandwiches and coffee. That's for sure. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I think we've uh, talked the shit out of DC stuff today. Yeah, and uh, well, and we got a whole lot more to talk about. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Usually our longest podcasts are about things that we were really pissed off about versus happy about. <laughs> Anyway, all right. <clears throat> well, that was episode 108 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>